here we are. Happy Wednesday. How are yeah, you? I'm good. Good. Long day. Yeah. Yeah, long day. A lot accomplished. Had two wonderful go-homes. Mm -hmm. Leonidas dog, that service dog, quite the character. Crushed it. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to be editing some awesome video to put it up there. Anyway, this is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training and the wonderful Joel, and this is the What Would Jeff Do show. It's a Q&A show. You ask questions, Joel reads them, I answer them. Simple math, one plus one is two. Um, and uh, we really, really want to just make life better for you. There's so many people out there that are struggling with their dogs. So many people, and um, we hate it. We don't want to see you struggle anymore. And I, and I, I think that I was talking about this with a one-on-one -on -one client today, that, that if you have not lived with a dog, it literally limits your life. Like you can't have people over. Mm -hmm. You can't take your dog out in public because of the behavior. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about like it pulls on the leash. We're talking about like literally it just like it's out of control. So it sucks. Sure it's, it's a crappy relationship and it's not the owner's fault. That's what we want all of you to know. It's not your fault. Now, once you have the right information and if you don't go follow through, eh, now you're a little bit responsible for it. Uh, if you keep doing the stuff that's making it worse, eh, now you're responsible for it. But once you have the right information on what to do and what not to do, now it's on you. And through many, many comments you see um, on our page, you will see people that are literally crushing it mm -hmm. and they're doing a great job with just our free content. Yeah. Just our free content. So, and then if that free content is, which is edited 99% by Joelle and she does a great job and she puts a lot of effort into it and it's like, it's there. All the breadcrumbs are there. Between that, this show is free. Um, the Patreon channel, which people should join. We just did a wonderful Zoom room yesterday. Mm -hmm. And rave reviews on that because that's a live face-to-face. -face. That's a Starbucks coffee. In fact, I stopped at the new cafe um, with Angelo today, That one that I mentioned to you, um, right by the car wash. Mm -hmm. Got a coffee and a lemonade for Angelo. And it was... I didn't get a coffee. This was on the way back home, so it wouldn't have been good for six hours later. Mm -hmm. Sort of like, now you know how I feel when you come back with a Starbucks coffee and <laughs> no shit for me. So, so there you go. So I was trying to prove a point. So you were not around. Um, You're working hard at work and I was working hard at home. Um, so anyway, we also have a seminar series called Jeff Gelman Seminars. So Jeff Gelman Seminars. Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. If you go to jeffgelmanseminars.com, um, you will see all the, the wonderful uh, seminar series that we do. Um, and that's, we've got what's coming up. Chicago's coming up and then Elkhart, Indiana is coming up. Um, so you'll be able to see, you'll be able to see that. We do a lot of one-on-one -on -one consults with people around the world. So a lot of, we've been getting a lot of folks that have been commenting on our page saying, I wish you were closer. Well, number one, we have a seminar series. Number two, one-on-ones online are powerful. Yeah. I mean, they're powerful. I'm going to put a post up that I got yesterday from the Zoom room, which is technically it's a one-on-one. -on -one. And I gave a fellow trainer some advice and it worked. It was with a highly reactive dog and it worked mm -hmm. and nothing else was working and problem solved. Yeah. Problem solved, just like that. Once you have that right information, but you don't know, you just don't know. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then we've got the training center here, which is, is we have 50,000 posts. Right? And, I, and I mentioned that- Do we really? Yeah, and I mentioned that not from an ego standpoint saying, we're not just saying we're training dogs, we're actually doing the work and we show the work. There's a lot of people online. 
I, I deleted a couple of really snarky remarks. It's always that it's always that resource guarding dog video. That thing has been like been circling. But it's always somebody around. that's saying like today's comment that I deleted was. I can't believe using a shock collar on this dog. It's going to make it aggressive. I was able to rehab my dog with kindness and love. So obviously the person didn't read the narrative. Yeah, the dog was already The dog aggressive. already hospitalized the owner three times in three months and has bitten seven times in three months before it got here without a shock collar. Explain that one. And I'm glad that you, with your dog, I love it when people say, with my dog, I was able to. I'm like, with my dogs, I'm able to do a lot of stuff too. But try it with 10,000 dogs and get back to me. Try it with truly aggressive dogs. And then I click on the person's page and there's nothing on there, dog related. So anyway, let's get right to the questions to help people. All right, Steve's Garage. Hi, Jeff. I've been watching your videos and using the prong collar and heavily training my American Stafford Terrier. She is seven. She has trouble making right turns. I tried the pop, not working. Um, just for clarity, she's on my left, head low, looking around, and when I turn right, I have to continually correct her. Turning left, no issue. She moves out of the way and stays alongside Well, that, That's good, actually. So you want to practice that. So remember, the, your pop... So you might not be popping hard enough. You might not be walking, continuing on with your walk. A lot of times what happens is, we see this all the time in the seminars, is the human turns, the dog doesn't move, the human stops. Mm -hmm. Keep moving. Yeah. Literally, just keep going. Pull your damn dog if you have to. Sorry that your dog is not a willing participant during that repetition. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of times where dogs are not willing participants during that rep. You do it enough times, the dog will go, I guess I got to go. It's no different than anything else. And we're just talking about like turning. Yeah. We're not talking about climbing a ladder mm -hmm. or running through fire. We're talking about turning. You know damn well if you unclip that leash and you let that dog run around the backyard, that dog would turn right, turn left, jump over things, roll around. It's like the dog doesn't like to walk on wet grass. That's because you're holding the leash. Drop the leash, unclip it. That dog will do the zoomies around the wet grass. Mm -hmm. It's like, like enough already. Take back your life. Take back your your leadership. Next. Roger A. Hi, J&J. &J. How do I attend your puppy class if I live out of state and can't stay in the area for the full six weeks? Am I just out of luck? Well, you can come back every week or just do a one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, the puppy class is live. It's not videotaped. It's not online. So, you, should make it. you know, yeah, you've got to, but we can also do a virtual one. We, we just do one, a series of one-on-ones, but there's got to be a trainer by you that offers puppy training. Puppy training is not rocket science. No. Any, anybody that says they're a dog trainer should be able to train your puppy. You need to know what a marker is. You need to know what the motivator is, which is historically the dog's daily food. And then you know you need to know what you are allowed to correct, which is, in our world, jumping, whining, excessive barking, biting. That's about it. Social, some socialization. Yeah, some so inappropriate play. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it's all reward-based. It's all classic positive reinforcement training with a clicker and food. Any dog trainer can do that. That's the foundation of learning. Next. 
As he said, what's up, JJ? Uh, a lot of good stuff. Mm -hmm. A lot of good stuff. What's up with you? Kathy B said, hey, everyone. Hey, Kathy B. Hey, Kathy. Mark, Dolby keeps pushing kibble around in the bowl with nose and spills it before she starts eating. Really annoying, and I can't figure out a way to make it stop. I tried skipping meals, and she still does this before eating. Take the food, dump it in the dump it in the crate. No bowl. Next. Um, Tom said, "What's up, Jeff?" Well, a lot of good things. <laughs> Is this the what's up night? What's Guess up? Tom. Next. Um, Lori, happy hump day. I'm wondering if low level stim to interrupt an anxious dog before crazy ensues with a stressor. Should be at or below their working level. Okay. Let's forget about the working level. Let's forget about that. Let's forget about the numbers. Who asked that question? Lori. Lori, let's forget about numbers. Let's forget about the terminology. What level? I don't care the number. You don't care the number. Tape the, the numbers up. Put a, put a piece of tape over the numbers. What's the correct level that stops it? Okay. This conversation that like everybody wants to be the nice shock cower trainers. Everybody wants to say, oh, I only use low level. I'm like, well, what is the dog? Like a dog in drive doesn't care about low levels. A dog about to do the zoomies or doing the zoomies doesn't care. A dog loading doesn't care. Dogs go through underground fencing on purpose. That is electricity, and it is a minimum of 10 times stronger than any shock cower on the market. On purpose, they run through, they scream, they do it once a week. Why? I don't know, to get a stick on the other side, to get a ball on the other side, to play with their friends on the other side, to go chase a dog on the other side, to go after deer or coyote or a squirrel, or just because they're bored as fuck and they like this sensation. So don't worry about the number. It's the number that works. Next. Um, I was back in Rhode Island last week. I miss it. Oh, nice. Julia, oh my God, I caught live. I've listened to probably 100 plus of your podcasts and I've seen many, many of your YouTube videos. Your videos have helped me so, so much with my own personal dogs and clients. Thank you so much for all that you do. You're muchly appreciated. Oh, thank you so much for the kind words. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for being a fan and I'm glad you're able to make it to a live. Todd, we've been trying to use out as a way to get our dog to be anywhere but here, but she seems to be confused and is better with a clear place or down command. Any tips on improving out? Yes. Use um, a leash for guidance. Like give the dog some, <coughs> excuse me, some direction to go in. Next. Corey said, love you guys. Love you too. Karen, I've learned so much from you in the last six months that I found you. Thankful for what you do. Awesome. It's always, it's always good to hear. Yeah. And these are people that we don't meet. New people, too. Karen's new. These are people that we never see, never hear from, never talk to. Yeah. They just follow the free content. And that's like that's like with anything. Like, Joelle has this wonderful Patreon channel, patreon.com slash Joelle Gifford. She's got this wonderful channel out there. People should join it. It's 10 bucks a month. Come on, guys. And it's it does physical fitness. It does proper eating. A lot of motivational stuff. And... If you follow the routine, every week she puts out a plan for the, for, is it five days or seven days? Six. Six days. Every day she puts out a plan. If everybody just followed the plan, even if you followed half the plan, you'd get in shape. You'd lose weight. You'd eat healthy. The information's there, guys. The information's there. Next. 
Kevin, are e-collars good for the life of the dog or just in the beginning stages? Um, are they good for the life of the dog? Sure, why not? This is the thing. I know many, many, many dog trainers whose own personal dogs wear e-collars at all times that they're up. I know many, many, many dog trainers that use them when they're outside in the woods, present company included. Why? Coyotes will override training. Um, would you take off the leash? Will you always have your dog on a leash when you're walking through the city for the life of the dog? So pretend there's, there's no leash laws. Pretend there's no leash laws. Would you have a leash on your dog walking through a busy city where you have to stop at traffic lights? There's lots of dogs, lots of cars. Most people would say yes to that. Of course I'd have my dog on, on a leash. Well, why is it? My question would be like, why? Why? A, a leash is for training. Isn't it? I'm being, I'm being snarky, a little bit sarcastic, a little bit dickish, but also the point being your dog is always working and mistakes happen and it's good to have safety protocols. So then there's also personal choice. It's up to you. You can fully train your dog on a remote collar, proof your dog, get it up to correction level, proof that, and then you decide if you want to take it off or not. Take it off. See, see how it goes. But then you've got dogs that are so drivey even with a collar on, they don't care. And that's not bad training. That's like they're dogs. So nobody ever asked that about the leash. Do I have to always use a leash? No. They never asked that about the leash. You know? Next. Um, Steve said, yes, walking straight, no issue. Of course not. The dog's just being a, a jerk, if you ask me. Yeah. Next. Sarah, new nine-week-old puppy can't stand her crate. She should get a standing award. Oh, for her drama, performance, and crying and barking. <laughs> a standing award? Is that what it says? Standing award. Standing award? Or standing ovation, maybe. Yeah. So this is what you do. Bonk the crate. No, bonk. Hit the top. A lot of the information out there says you should never correct a dog in a crate. It'll have a negative association with a crate. But before... I answered that question. You already told me the dog has a association with a crate that we don't like as human beings. So correct it. You can correct the dog in the crate. It will not have a negative association with the crate. It will not ruin the relationship with you and the dog. You will not mess up the dog at all. Do you know what will ruin the relationship with the dog? That dog being a dick for the next two years. Next. Leah, hi, J&J, &J, watching from Melbourne, Australia. Can I put my dog on place in the crate, reward with treat, and then give a toy to chew on? If you want to, but that's not what we do, but that's fine if you want to do it. Like, like if it goes to place, also, also depends on, like, I also want you to think and be a free thinking human being as well. If it's learning how to do place, we use food all the time. If it already knows place, why give it, why give it a food reward? It already knows it. Why pay it every time? Now, can, can your dog chew something on place? Your dog can, sure, why not? If that's what you want to do. Like for, for, I want my dogs to relax on place. So I don't do toys, but often a dog like 
don't know, Wes, one of Joel's dogs is right behind me. He's chewing on a, a not a rawhide, what's it called? Rawhides are terrible. A nyla bone. Rawhides are terrible. Don't feed your dog rawhides, please. Nylabone's not the best either. But the way he chews it, it's like, yeah. it's like he just, whatever. So the point being is like, I want my dogs to go to place and fall asleep and pretend the world is going to be like just silent. And I want them to be bored on place. But if you want to have a toy on place, have a freaking toy on place. I don't care. Next. Leo, or you read that. Steve said, is there a chance we'll be in PA in the near future? Um, Pennsylvania. We were just down in Pennsylvania. Um, a lot of people from Pennsylvania come to our Providence seminar, which we've got leash reactive ones as well as like the weekend one. Where in PA? Because when we go to Jersey, it's pretty close to, to Philadelphia, but Pennsylvania is big. I know. So I'm thinking like, we'll be, you know, where we're going to be, we'll be, we'll be in Canton, Ohio, which is close to Pennsylvania, Elkhart, Indiana, close to Pennsylvania. People drive like 20 hours to our seminars. So nothing in Pennsylvania, go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. Next. Christine, best way to introduce my friend's husky, one-year-old, to my three German shepherds, all six, seven years old. Um, that's risky. Okay to have her bring him over my house and do off-leash in my backyard or find a neutral place? Neutral place, and it's risky. Your three dogs, his one dog. Here's the problem. I don't know anything about you. I don't know anything about your dogs. You can tell me you've got good dogs. It doesn't matter. I don't know anything about the husky. I don't know anything about the owner. I don't know anything about how they get along with dogs. I don't know. But having it in a neutral place works great. But three against one, that's risky, even with the best behaved dogs. Next. Jay Ron, hey, Jay and Jay, happy Rant Wednesday. Super's e-collar gave out. Got my new one from your Amazon list. Nice, thank you. Appreciate it. Charles, hi all, missed yesterday, so I'll get my fix today. Oh, that's right, Charles. We didn't see you guys yesterday's Zoom. He's a regular. That might be the first one you've ever missed, Charles. Next. Lori, thank you. I've had to go up to 100 with the boss e-collar with my dog at times. I yeah. watch his reaction as a guide. Yeah. This is what people don't understand. Dogs, People don't understand that the dogs in drive, and it doesn't just have to be a Malinois, German Shepherd, Doberman, you know, people think pit bull. Like, uh -huh. I mean, how many pit bulls that I've we've worked, worked on four? A lot of hounds who don't give a flying yep. fuck about the e-collar. Yep. So I think it's like, it, people have got to understand, it's like, it's the dog. Yeah. The dog will tell you the level, but, but a dog in drive, you're always going up levels. Next. Renee, how young is too young for the e-collar? We have a 14-week-old old English bulldog, 30 pounds. It's too young. But also, you have to put some context to that. Are you training something or or stopping something? See, this is what people have to understand is like remote cowers can be used to whisper and to shout while the human stays neutral. They can be used to train an obedience command, proof an obedience command, stop a bad behavior, prevent a bad behavior. There's so many variables when it comes to remote cower training. There's so many variables. Next. Kingdom Canine Training Academy. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Hope you're great and be good. But implement your freedom of speech nonetheless. Link. Implement my freedom of speech. What does that mean? Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, I am. That's what you do. Yep, I'm getting louder. I'm getting I'm getting louder. I won't shut up. I won't shut up. More people need to speak up. You know who needs to speak up, Angela? Put that down. Turn that down. Um, you know who needs to speak up? Our 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 owners of dogs. Mm. Owners of dogs. 
they need to speak up and they need to say to the general public, go fuck yourself. I use an e-cower on my dog. You can go fuck yourself. Don't tell me what to do with my dog. Don't tell me how to train my dog. They should be saying that to the general public. They should be saying that to the politicians. They should be saying that to the lawmakers. They should be saying it to everybody. I want it to, I want the freedom to use whatever tool is necessary to train my dog. Because do you know what is abuse? This is what abuse is. Something that can be easily remedied with a remote collar, but you don't, but you can't fix it because you don't have the skill set to do it. And you have to put the dog down. Now, if anyone's ever had to do that, they did not abuse their dog. I have massive empathy for them. But what I mean by that is there are people out there that live with these dogs that they won't, they can't or won't stop the behavior, but they're anti-e-collar. And it's just like, but you can stop it in one second. You can stop it in three seconds. It's no different than someone saying, I, I, once a week, my dog destroys the house when I leave it. And I'm like, put the dog in the crate. Crate, okay. crates, crates are mean. I'm like, okay, then risk your dog's life every day. Risk your dog's life every day. I don't get it. When, when did common sense go out the window? I know when it went out the window, but it's like, guys, bring back common sense. Also, stop being a fucking snowflake. You're not going to hurt your dog. Do you know how you hurt your dog? Yelling at them all the time. Nobody has a problem about that. What's banned yelling at dogs? That's a joke. Please, nobody put that up for legislation. By the way, it was in Vancouver, Canada. You can't say no to your dog. They really try to limit. They wanted to limit the speech that you had to your dog. They actually wanted to limit a word you could say to your dog. Which is so silly, though, because you could train any word to be. I can make yes. Thing. I can make yes a punisher. Make broccoli. No. Yes, exactly. That just shows how little they understand. Of I know. Training. Yep. Um, Melissa, if walking my dog, we use a prong collar, e-collar, and a stray dog comes out and starts pouncing on mine, what should we do? Kick the shit this out of it. becoming such a. So this is what you do. Me. Before the dog even gets to you, you kick it and you kick it hard. Anybody that has a problem with that has never seen a dog killed in front of Our them. client today that I was working with, she's a nurse. Right. And guess what? Her latest person she had to take care of was walking her dog, minding her own business, got charged. The dog attacked her and her dog. Yep. Her dog had to go to the emergency room. She had to go to the emergency room. Right. Because this person couldn't control their fucking Oh, there was dog. a human being there too. Yeah. An owner. Right. So, right. So, next time when you- When did like, dogs just start getting a free pass? Yep. So, stuff. yep. Next time you 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 got you see us walking down the street and your dog charges our dogs, they're gonna get booted. And I am sorry if anybody think that's mean. Okay, all right. Well, you take your dog for a walk. You know I mean? like every day in the paper, there's a dog that gets killed by an off-leash dog. Every day. Every day. Ask anybody that works in the emergency room, and they'll tell you about the stray dog injuries that are happening. Talk to any vet. Any emergency room vets about the amount of stray dogs that have attacked. And when I say stray, these actually can be, I shouldn't even say stray, uncontrolled dogs. They could be attached to a leash. They actually could be attached to a leash with a human holding it. And they're getting their ass dragged across the streets. Get control of your fucking dogs. And it's like, it's a problem. It's a problem. 
everybody's like, oh, shock collars. Shock collars my ass. Fucking off-leash dogs is the problem. People not training their dogs is the problem. You know, you want to destroy a dog? Have it attacked by a dog. Next. So did we answer her question, though? That if, it, if she's getting charged... Kick the fucking shit out of the dog. Yeah, I think I, op <laughs> I opened with that up. Yes. Okay, I'm just making sure. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Especially today, you cannot even take a chance. Yeah, this is what... He's friendly. This is what's... biting you. This is what's so funny. People always, you know, you know, we get, you know, obviously tons of hate, which is fine. It's your, it's your right to do that. But, you know, it's, it just proves that you're a dick. You know, you've exposed yourself as being a total asshole when you do that, you know, but because people have no idea what they're talking about. But there's always, always these people that literally have these statements that say, you should, I would never hit a dog. You should never hit a dog. We need some context to that. Really? You would never hit a dog? You would never hit a dog. I say you're full of shit. What happens if an off-leash dog attacks your dog? What do you do? And it's latched on. And it's not letting go. What would you do if your child was being attacked by a dog? What would you do if your child was being attacked by a dog? Are we still going to go with that narrative of never? Are we still going to go with that narrative with never? Really? Please don't have a child or a dog because you should be willing to risk your life for both. Now, if you agree with the statement that, well, in that case, I would. Okay, good. I'm glad you actually added some brain cells. Good. Glad you got back to reality. How about this one? Would you use a cotton towel wrapped up and throw it at the dog. It's a cotton towel. There's nothing inside of it. It's not a bottle. There's no metal pipe. It's not a brick. It is a soft cotton towel. Would you throw a cotton towel that was well-timed when the dog was starting to think about attacking a dog? So the question is, would you use a cotton towel thrown at a dog to prevent it from being aggressive? Answer that. I'd like to think you would. Next. Um, truth is freedom. Finally able to catch a live. Thank you guys for all the content, tips, and info. You're welcome. Colleen said yes. Good. Um, Roger. Shit, I got bumped. Sorry, Roger. Hold on. My dog sometimes growls when another dog comes up to her while she's eating. I use out. She leaves it with no issue. Any way to stop the initial growling? You should actually... Hold on, there's more. Oh, sorry. For context... I always feed her in her crate. Right. So she does this one at a friend's house with his dog who she is friendly with other than when she's eating. So other than when she's eating. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't growl. Yeah, she's friendly. Okay. Except when she's eating. Okay. So this is what I do, Roger. Keep the other dog away. Keep the other dog away. I don't want to out my dog away from another dog comes up. Your dog is eating peacefully. Another dog comes into its space. You're Correcting your dog or outing your dog away from the food bowl? No. The other dog should be outed away. Excuse me. The other dog should be pushed away. Let your dog eat in peace. Next. Missy May. Aloha, J&J. Hey, hey, Missy. How Missy. are you? Valerie, my husband and I rescued a bulldog mother, one of her newborn pups in August. We do not know what she was bred with. The pup is now about seven toward her mother. It seems she's wanting to dominate her. Any training suggestions? Tons. Too many to do on this on this online. That's a one-on-one. -on -one. 
I'm not saying that so you'll give us money, but I'm what I'm saying is number one, let's we, there's most likely a break a breakdown in leadership in the house with the humans. There's probably a breakdown in structure. There's probably not enough rules. There's probably no consequences for inappropriate behavior. There's probably no good baseline obedience. This is not directly at you personally. These are general general things that we see, you know, all the time. You want to add to add one or two things to that? No, I think that's it. I mean, there's a I mean, but there's a lot of moving parts to that one. A lot of moving parts. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Um, herb is that Ontario, Canada? Hey, what's up, Canada? Still can't go there. They extended it. Steve said, yeah, New Jersey would be good. I'm east side. Philly is good. And then he said, it's about four and a half hours from me to you. That's no, nothing. That's local. Believe it or not, in, in our world, that's local. Being on the east coast, that's local. Next. Um, Missy May, I have two nine-month male Aussies, litter mates, in for training. Hmm. And they're exhibiting early warning signs of litter mate syndrome, separation anxiety, etc. Yep. Anything to focus on. Yep. Uh, box them up, kennel them up separate, keep them in separate rooms, yeah, out, of sight from each other. out of sight, work them through it, work them through it. That's one of the many issues that could happen. Nine months old, you can start seeing aggression as well. So work them, work them separate from each other. Um, we have two dogs coming in in two months and they've never, one of them doesn't mind. The other one does. So they will be, they will be on either side of our kennel, our kennels, um, we had that with those two puppies too. Yeah. For a little bit, they'd freak out while the other one was getting work. Yeah, but so you eliminate you eliminate it with by correct correcting the one that one or both that are freaking out when they're separated next. Herb ten month old English bull terrier who is great who is a great dog, but he gets tired, and when he does, he gets mean. He will bite. How do I stop this? Um, number one, you know this is like a catch twenty two. Mm. It really is. I mean. I think that, how old is the dog, by the way? 10 months. 10 months. Okay. You know, I think that there's bedtime for kids and dogs for a reason. Mm -hmm. Still, that's not the final answer. Because at 10 months old, if we're exhibiting aggression, we're going to start seeing it, not just when it's tired. You can absolutely correct it 100%. But also remember, when a lot of dogs get tired, Puppies, especially when I now when I say puppies, we're talking about pre sixteen, you know, weeks old. You know, they definitely are nipping more. That's because owners are keeping them out of their kennels too long, because their kids want to play with them or they want to interact with them. But I would correct the dog, but then also possibly tighten up the 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 end of the night routine. Next, Travis said, "Amen." Amen. Hallelujah. Um, Hobie, I will be using your statement and e-collar as a training collar going forward. Yeah. I mean, it's a training collar, but it also can be a lifestyle collar and, there, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely no. positively nothing wrong with that. West wears his e-collar every day. So, you know, it's rare that I actually have the remote in my hand, but it's on. It's on. Sometimes just it being on, he behaves yeah, better. And this is the thing is like, and it's like, well, Joel, why does your own dog why does your own dog have a have a training collar on? And and I'll answer the question for her. So when Wes first came here, he was very dog aggressive. And we got him past that. But guess what? Anything could happen. He's a dog. He's a dog. He's a dog. And and that's not like this concept that like things are eliminated forever. It's like there's so much, there's so much context to it. 
you know, is it 90% better? Yeah. To the point where you trust him before you were scared shitless of him even being around he, dogs. He hasn't gotten in a dog fight right. and put a dog in a hospital. And but, that was, but that was his MO. So it's like he's come a long way. But it's good to know that there are tools out there that if he does start going to the dark side, you can immediately stop him from up to a half a mile away. It's good to know that. It's great to know that he's been trained on it and he understands that conversation. It's good to know because so many owners are like, I can't take my dog out anywhere anymore. I don't trust my dog anymore. So, I mean, can you trust any dog 100%? No. 100% means 100%. There's other than, other than like, well, death, there's nothing more than taxes. You know, there's yeah, 100%. Those are certain. Yeah, those are, those, are, those are certain. Next. Kingdom Canine Training Academy. I'm making a few live client videos this week with clients who did not want to use the prong collar at all, but I explained the many benefits and they agreed to try, and now they're made at progress. Right. That's always good. You know, this is the thing is like, what I would Kingdom, what I would do is I'd put, I'd put a lot of videos on your website so people coming in are, will agree with using one before they even walk in the door. So you don't have to you don't have to sell them on it or convince them on it. Do you know what I mean? It's like this is the thing. Like more dogs are harmed with flat buckle collars and slip leashes than any other collar. Massive tracheal damage happens. Like a slip lead is a noose. It's literally a noose. A martingale is a choke. It's called a limited choke. You can look up the patent. A choke chain is literally a choke collar. It chokes the dog. You can hang your dog with it. So many dogs are are hung with flat buckle collars that hold dog tags or name tags. But a prong collar, it's really hard to harm a dog on. They look barbaric, agreed. But it's like inflicting pain. Do you know how much pain a dog has when it's pulling on a slip lead like every animal shelter in the world uses? It's they they they, they throw, up. throw up. They awesome. throw up. They gag. It's massive damage to the trachea. But people don't have a problem with that for some reason. And then also, how about people that don't have the proper tools that are getting their asses dragged around and they're getting injured? So I think people need to stop focusing on this tool and more focusing on just like training. Next. Beverly, is there a way to stop jumping and leash biting when entering a dog's kennel to walk it? The shelter does not allow any aversives. The shelter does not allow any aversives <laughs> at all, other than not training the dog, feeding them crappy food, and keeping them locked up for a majority of the time. The shelter life is an aversive. They don't allow aversives go work or volunteer at another shelter that actually gives a shit about getting those dogs adopted. I can't stand shelters that would limit the chances of these dogs being adopted out. Don't they want these dogs trained? And well, they can be trained without that. Okay, where? Where? Do you guys have training space? We can do it on public? You can do it in the real world. Training space, sure. No distractions. We can get training done. Add some distractions. Now it's harder. Put a real world application. 
Now it's extremely hard. Those dogs are in the shelter for a reason. Let's give them the best fighting chance they have. It's an ideology. It's a religion. It's a cult. Shelters need to be changed. They should be doing everything possible to get these dogs adopted out. Next. Julie, the world is upside down. Thank you for your common sense. You're welcome. Well, technically, we're all, it's we're always upside, the upside down. It's right always now. upside down at one point of the day. Yes. No, the world doesn't freaking orbit up, <laughs> up and down. It goes left to right, I think. It goes spins around. Is it clockwise or counter? It's clockwise. Ask right? Angelo. Angelo, does the Earth orbit clockwise or counterclockwise? All right. Does it go left? How does it go? This way sure or this way? I think it's clockwise. I'm going to put my money on clockwise. Okay. Somebody Google it. Okay, next. Julie, I already read that. Neri, Neri Allen. Hello from Brazil. Huge fan. Three Pitbull owner. Happy to use e-collar and give a life with one hour walking a day, even among crazy dogs in my neighborhood. Awesome. Proud of you. Robert. Shit, I keep getting bumped. Um, awfully dogs are nightmares, yet the police or animal control will not take care of the problem. It may make sense to carry bear spray or pepper spray. Not sure what else. Kicking the dog may not work. Certainly if you miss. No, no. Bear spray is powerful. Pepper spray is for close, close contact. That's what it's for. Bear spray is for longer distance, but, um, I would choose bear spray because so your own dog doesn't get dosed as well. And neither do you always be variable about the wind and, there's always other Second Amendment tools of, or one of our amendment tools of, 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 of use that we can use. Next. Sandy, you guys provide such simple common sense for dog training. Thank you for your seminars and videos. So helpful. You're welcome. Mary Allen had to kick a crazy dog off leash, Corgi like, so it won't attack my pit bull. Did that to protect his dog and the mental health of mine. Yeah, you have to. I can't tell you how many little dogs run at big dogs. And it's like, I just saved your dog's life, buddy. Like, don't yell at me. Don't yell at me. Don't yell at your dog. Look in the mirror and yell at yourself for doing a crappy job. And you know what? Accidents happen. All right? Accidents do happen. But I'm telling you, we see the same dogs charging dogs like all, all the time. The park today, there's this little dog. On a leash, mind you. But yeah. the problem is when they have an eight-foot leash and the dog's at the end of it. So it starts barking at this guy. On the, the poor guy had to get off the sidewalk because the dog was claiming the whole sidewalk, trying to bite him. And he had to, like, move away. He was by himself, <laughs> just walking. And the owner just letting this dog, like, claim the whole sidewalk. And nobody said anything. Like nobody could pass. And nobody walks up to this guy and says, <laughs> you control your dog. See, that's the problem is, like, like it's like literally it's, like what a bit the guy it's like get control of your dog yeah what makes you think that you can come out in public with a dog behaving like this get control of your dog like you know next <sighs> sammy said absolutely willing to risk life and limb for my dogs and kids right kids 100 percent. dogs there's that variable there that that you always got to be like Oh, I don't know. They go into a fall into a frozen lake. You got to be like. I would die for my dogs, but then I'm like, who would take care of them? <sighs> right. But I would totally jump in front of a bullet. But then I'm like, fuck, who's gonna take care of them? Right. Exactly. 
I don't. I need to write up a will. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, have a lawyer do that. Actually, <laughs> when it when it comes down to it, I think I think when it comes down to it, we do the where we should be willing to do the most we can within reason for our animals. Definitely. Terry, I just started using an e-collar and my dog is doing wonderful with a working level of five or six, but I had to boost to stop a behavior and she let out a short yelp. Does that mean it's too high for her? No. Otherwise I've noticed such a change in her behavior for the better no. <laughs> after just a few short sessions. Normally I try recall and if she was distracted, she would not come. But today she was playing with my sister's dog in the yard and I called her name and said here and she came running to me. I don't know where the rest is. but So this is the thing. Dogs yelp, yelp without remote collars. Dogs yelp without bonkers. Dogs yelp without prong collars. Dogs have been yelping since the beginning of time. Take a dog to a vet. It shakes, it yelps, it shits, it pisses, it bites. So taking your dog to the vet makes the dog nervous, fearful, and aggressive. So should we stop taking our dogs to the vet? No. This is the thing. Don't be misled by a yelp. And so many people are like, oh, my gosh, you bonked that dog so hard. Cotton towel, 135-pound dog. And it let out a yelp. And what's your fucking point? It let out a yelp. The dog in question, and I just, because we bonked so many freaking dogs, but that's the dog that everybody sees in these videos that get spread around about me, which is fine. But that dog would drag its owner out of the wheelchair onto her face. It's like, hold on here. That dog drags its owner out of the wheelchair onto her face. We have dogs that attack other dogs. And, we're, and they yelp when a cotton towel is thrown at them. And people are concerned. Like, how about the person getting dragged on their face? Aren't we concerned about that? Why are we not concerned about that? I'm amazed. I'm amazed that people are freaked out about like the dog made a yelp. Wait. Yeah, go ahead. We have a dog here right now. I was going to say that. Screams her head off if I don't let her go flying into the car. Right. I open the car and she's locked and loaded, ready. If yep. I even just hold her back, yep. she screams yep. Yep. her head off yep. because she wants to go in the right. car. So Joelle is literally just literally holding the dog's leash. Holding the dog's leash, just like you would hold the dog's leash at an intersection with speeding traffic going by. Seriously, wouldn't you hold on to your dog's leash so it didn't run out into traffic? I would hope so. Wouldn't you? Well, we have dogs that will screen their head off if they can't surge forward. But it's like, if you surge forward, you're going to get hit by a car. So instead, they scream their head off. And we're just standing there holding on the leash. So, oh, should we stop it from screaming by letting go of the leash? Because we all enjoy the sound of a big thud. Yeah. I'd rather have a screaming yeah. dog than a thud. Next. Um, Kim, hey, from Ontario. I just want to say thanks for what you do. You're real no sugar coating. 
love it. I've been following you for about a couple of weeks and learned so much already. It's made me feel more confident in my training and as a pet owner. Awesome. Proud of you. I'm proud of you for the new followers on this show. Thanks for finding us. Thanks for consuming, but thanks for doing the work. How did you guys find us? That is the question. Probably well, a lot of people find us through those hate well, videos. Curious. How do you yeah. guys find us? Let a, us know. A ton of people do. It's like that one that one video was was um shared one million times. The one that makes me to be out to be a dog abuser with no context. It's a false narrative. You know, if anybody actually wants to know the true story, just watch our videos. We have there are videos. But anyway, the point being is like a lot of people, a lot of a lot of people will will find us through that. People come to our seminars because of that. People come to our mastermind because of that, the $3,000 a piece. Amy Howdy from Texas. Hello. Texas. Hey, Amy. Liz, what's the best way to keep a puppy out of the litter box? Train e-collar and out. I don't really have, I don't really have to put the litter box where the puppy can't get to it. It's not practical. Remote collar, make it suck to go in the litter box. Bottom line, how do you keep a dog away from a trash can? Make it suck to go in the trash can. How do you make a dog, keep a dog from stop eating poop? from jumping up on counters, you make it suck. A lot of people say, no, get a locking trash can. No, put a cinder block on the trash can. Are you fucking kidding me? You think I'm gonna put a cinder block on the fucking trash can? Jeez, honey, you're looking really buff these days. I know. Fucking took, I was took and taking the trash out. Lifting cinder blocks up all day. Mm. It gives a good excuse. It's Everyone like- Everyone just has to train a cat to go in the toilet like and meet the fuckers. Yeah. That's what you have to do now. You can't, yeah, dogs do that too. And then box. they flush. Next. Steve said, my dog is dog aggressive. I have both the e-collar and the prong for initial training. Would you use the prong over the e-collar or does it matter? I need context. What are you trying to do? There's, there's get it, rehabbing a dog for aggression is not about the tool. Yes, tools are used, but it's more about the methodology and the knowledge behind it. That's a one-on-one. -on -one. Like I'm not going to say use the prong collar, use the e-collar. I'm going to say, all we use food we use markers we use praise we use prong collars we use remote collars we use mad dog training skills all of that combined we use to rehab dog aggression so i need a lot more there's there's a very very lengthy process next justin said shelters in china are called farms correct Nimrod Diaries. Evening, J&J. Appreciate what you and your team do. Thank you so much. And a team is an important one there. We have a sure great team. Is. We have a great team. Leah, I've stopped most of my dog's separation anxiety, but I have separation anxiety from my dog. <laughs> right. So bonk yourself. Yeah. Next. Uh, K-How said aloha. Hey, aloha to you. Hobi said Glock, lol. Yep. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. Esther. And anybody has, a, people have a problem with that too. It's like, I assure you, if I if a dog was latched onto my dog and not letting go, my dog's making it out alive. I I have none of my dogs have ever been killed by a dog. My dogs have been attacked by dogs before, but but I assure you, I have seen dogs killed in front of me. I was not close enough to do anything, um, but it is a or it happened so quick. It is, Awful. it is horrific horrific i have seen two dogs playing tug of war with a small dog not for fun the dog died it is horrific to watch 
horrific. Next. Esther said crate training a 14 month old. Nice. Um, it's um, structure, structure, and more structure for crate training. Yeah. Yeah. And patience. Patience. Okay, how, how do you intro new dogs to cats already in the home? It's a hard one. A lot of variables. Ideally, the dog walks up to the cat, cat swats it across the face. They live happily ever after. <laughs> you know, ideally, ideally. All depends on the dog. All depends on the cat. Is the dog trying to play with it, chase it, kill it? A lot of variables. Shelly, Earth's rotation or Earth's spin is the rotation of planet Earth around its own axis, as well as changes in the orientation of the rotation axis in space. Earth rotates <laughs> eastward in prograde motion as viewed from the North Pole star Polaris. Earth turns counterclockwise. Damn, I was wrong. So, Angelo. Counterclockwise. Angelo, tomorrow's educational video. How does the Earth spin? Shelly, are you just dropping knowledge on us? No, did you, she could. Did you copy that she, from Google? She, she cut and pasted. Imagine she's like, actually, I'm a scientist, so fuck yourself. <laughs> she's a, it sounds like a cut and paste to me. But you never know. We have some intelligent people. Damn right we do. Yeah. Tony, hello, Jeff from Newfoundland, Labrador. Oh, Labrador. hey. Your straightforwardness brings a smile to my face. It's been a long time now. I'm sure you don't remember. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, yeah. It's um, been a while. Aubrey. Hi, Jeff. Me again with my my possibly impossible standards for my dog. Aubrey, where were you yesterday? My dog is great with visitors at home, but we're traveling and staying at in-law's house. He is timid with the visitors here. Tail tucked, low growl. Yep, yep. If big people bend over and reach overhead, which I told people to stop. Right. But not intent to attack, actively walks away to avoid. That's good. Correct? No. No. Well, no, don't correct the dog. No, no, no. The dog's doing what you want it to do. Yeah, I don't know if she's asking, like, is okay. this correct? Yes, okay. This is this is one thing you can do, Aubrey. Okay. What I'd like to tell people is this. First of all, it's a boundary issue. It's a boundary issue. Tell people to leave your... The best way to meet a dog is not meet a dog. Tell people to leave your dog alone. Just tell people to leave your dog alone. Don't try to pet it. Just leave it alone. The best thing you can do for your dog is teach it how to exist around people, but you have to advocate for your dog knowing that people are not going to bother it. Just look at the, you can look at the dog. You can talk to the fucking dog. Just leave it alone. Just leave my dog alone, please. And it's the same thing where people are like, well, people don't listen. And I'm like, listen, let me be real with you. Do you smoke? Are you a smoker? Let's say the answer is no. Do you allow smoking in your house? Let's say the answer is no. If somebody all of a sudden came in your house and lit up a cigarette, I'm very sensitive to smoke. I would literally probably have to move. I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to be in that house before. Like we've rented a car before. It smelled like smoke. It's like, we need a new car. If I walk into a hotel room, because hotels now are non-smoking, it smells like smoke. I'm like, number one, I need this dry cleaned. And I'm not a fucking picky person. It's like, I can't get it out of my nose. I can't stand smoke. Where did we go to a fucking restaurant the other day that when we were traveling, it was by the racetrack. It was a private console we had. That was in Kentucky. Kentucky. It was in Kentucky. They had a smoking section. Don't you remember? Do you want smoking or non-smoking? No. Where was it? What state? We were with a couple of people. So it wasn't Kentucky. We were with a couple of people? We were with our hosts. Was it New Jersey? No. Anyway... We were like 
smoking or non-smoking. We're like, are you serious? I thought it was illegal in all 50 states. Not You're not allowed to smoke in restaurants. Next. I don't remember that at all for some reason. Right. Sean O'Shea said, that's where I found you. Nice. Um, Steve's Garage. I found you guys when Googling for a trainer that actually had results with rehabilitation of dog aggressive dogs. And I mean true dog aggression videos that show it start to end results. You put that into Google? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. What's that, man? We got the uh, we got we got our SEO really working well for us. Damn. Liz said, "I found you guys through random YouTube algorithm." Nice. All right, YouTube's working for us. Okay, that's good. Julie, I found you by searching for how-to videos. Had to go through a lot of rubbish before I got to you. Yeah. So Sorry about that. How did you stop the dog from screaming? The one who wants to go in the car. We are still working on it. Yeah. We struggle, man. One of the things that I talked about, if you follow me on Instagram stories, and if you don't, check, check out our, just join our Instagram account. It's it's Sally Canine Training. Actually, join Angelo's Instagram account, angelogelman.com. And don't be a dick and put hate on his account. People do that, by the way. You know how low of life scum you've got to be to actually troll my eight-year-old? Like, you've got to be really scummy. But guess what? I'll screenshot it. He gets private messages. I screenshot it. I put it right up. Don't hit me. It's important for people to know. All right. Um, we we the thing about the Instagram stories was we struggle too. Like we're not magical. We struggle too. Next. Liz and thanks. That's what I was telling my roommate who doesn't like the punishment aspect of training. Well, I don't think anybody does. We don't like it. I mean, we get no. <clears throat> we get no satisfaction out of it other than we know it works and we get good results and the owners are happy. Like that's the satisfaction. Like there's this, there's this misconception out there that like Jeff loves to, to beat dogs and punish dogs. It's like, no, I don't. No, I don't. But it's one of those necessary things that you need to do when you've got a dog that's dangerous, out of control, misbehaving. You need to apply a punisher. You need to know how to apply a punisher there actually is a certain way and you know, you're going to get good positive results and you know, you're making the owner's life better. Like that's why we do it. I would love to not have to do it. And everybody touts that there's this better way, but I'm still waiting for the fucking videos. Next. Jamie, my dog will go to place by himself, but then feels like he's stuck there. Like I have to use his release word for him to get out. That's not the worst thing. How can I teach him that place doesn't mean place until I say so? Just, you know what? Leave it alone. Just release him. Just leave it alone. It's better that than the other way. Next. Liz found you through Stop a Dog from Jumping on YouTube. That's a good one. That's a three second fix. Yep. Next. Terry, that's how I found you guys was through a hate video a while back and <laughs> watched videos, but didn't need training for my elderly dog at the time. But I took a puppy in almost two years ago. And she was a handful, even after $500 classes. So I came back to your videos and she's much better now. Thank thanks you. To tips and training videos. Yeah, we hear, we hear that all the time. People get more value out of our free shit. Yeah. That's, that's sad. Yeah. The, the, this industry is sad. Next. Robert, I've had to choke the aggressor dog. It releases, but not fun. Just another option yeah. I can think of. Yep, exactly. That's, I mean, again, so was, who said that, Robert? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Robert, in order to save in order to preserve the safety of himself and the, his dog, he had to choke the dog out. And I'm sure Robert didn't enjoy it. But like, like you're limited on choices. What would you do if somebody grabbed your kid? Like, let's really like, and, and try to steal your kid. It's like, like, 
people are when they when you put absolutes on things there's a big difference between walking up to a stranger and hitting them in the face and literally defending your family there's a huge difference so when people say the word like never i would never or it's wrong oh violence is bad well let's put it into context please I assure you, massive amounts of violence would happen to the person trying to harm my family. But I'm not a violent person. We need some context. Next. Hannah, what's the best way to ensure I have a good size crate? I don't want it to be too big or too small. So, well, we, if, if, the, if the dog's fully grown, what do you think? Do you think people use crates too big? Usually. There's what, one seminar we did where we it was a Malinois there that was in too small of a crate. Yeah. One, one, one dog. I think, I think if they can, if they can stand up, they don't have to stand up totally. Like a lot of people say, when the dog is standing up, there should be two inches above their ears or something. I'm like, yeah, but the dog shouldn't be always like the dog shouldn't be standing up in the crate. It should go into the crate and lie down. So technically it could like walk in with its head down and circle around and lie down. As long as it can circle around and then lay like. Yeah, it doesn't this, need it doesn't like, need to like it doesn't need to stand up. Why? Because theoretically it shouldn't be standing up. Also, if you, if you have a dog with pointy ears, it's like technically that's like four it's, inches it's, off it's, the top it's, of their it's, head. It's, that's a big ass fucking crate. Yeah. But you'd be surprised how small of crates dogs can fit into. They roll up. They roll up into a ball. Next. Uh okay, how by the way, we don't have to wear masks outside anymore in Hawaii, but still need to indoors. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. Um, I'm not going to get into it. Shelly, my husband is very smart, and I did not believe him, so I Googled it. I thought it was clockwise. Uh, now I see Now I see he was right. I won't hear the end of it. Hey. Hey, who's that? Shelly. Shelly. Shelly's husband. Don't you fucking dare give her shit. Yeah, don't give her okay? shit. Because you know how smart your wife is? She's watching my show. So, ha. Next. Aubrey, I was lurking on your Zoom yesterday. I just didn't ask a question because I was busy managing my dog and multiple cats. Okay. You're not allowed to be a lurker, Aubrey. Cats were giving the dog death stares and hisses, and that got the point across quick. My goal is to make my commands have the same power. Good. Bonker works on cats, too. Next. Terry said that's disgraceful that people do that to him. Yeah, whatever. I'm not allowed to talk about it because I'll get hit in the gut by Joelle. Sunshine Canine Training sent that resource garden golden retriever home yesterday after five weeks. Very different dog than the one I talked to you about on our one-on-one. -on -one. So thankful it went well and the owners are on top of the rules to make sure he doesn't have the option to choose guarding. Nice. Thanks for giving me the confidence and advice to work through. Awesome. Super, super proud of you. Another dog trainer that I that I mentor and and, and guide and help. And after 10,000 dogs in 20 years. I'm never surprised by a dog's behavior. So I get a lot of this stuff I do, white paint by stroke. And then we, if that doesn't work, we go up a level. If that doesn't work, we go up another level. And it's like all depends, you know, all depends. All depends on how desperate it is. Sometimes you go the firmest right away. Like it depends what we're talking about. We need a little bit of context there. Next. Tony said life has consequences for every living soul. Mm. Um, BAL, thanks guys for your info. There are so many trainers online. Just curious if you like other techniques or trainers. Of, of course or is I it do. Best stick with your techniques for all situations. No, no, you can, you can, Why you can. Well, I want to show it. No. Yeah. So I think it's important. I think it's important that. I think it's important that people um, 
are open to lots of different ways. So Joseph Pelke says, here's a good example of cyberbullying. Joseph Pelke, P-E-L-K-E-Y. Jeff, go kill yourself. So this is what's interesting about trolls. That's probably his real name, Joseph Pelke. His logo on YouTube is a J in a red box. You know, with all the people out there that are dealing with mental anguish, with surviving, getting through COVID, this is the thing, Joseph, I have empathy for you because you're not emotionally mature. Your emotional IQ is very low. So I have empathy for you and I care about you. You never know what someone's going through. So right now, in this, on this page, in this room possibly, there are people that are going through depression, anxiety, house foreclosure, problems with their, their children, possibly an, an addiction that they're working through. They're going through a divorce. They're going through financial problems. A host of things that people can be going through in life. And then you want to jump on, on the page and tell me to kill myself. So you're obviously seeing that because you saw one of the fake videos out there and you don't know anything about me. But meanwhile, everybody on this show is saying great things. And I, I'm sorry if I'm wasting time, but it's a really, really important point that people don't know what other people are going through. And you might be the one that actually sets them off. So you've revealed yourself. I'm revealing myself right now. I care about you. I hope you find help. And I have empathy for you, the pain that you are in. But you also have revealed yourself as a not nice person. Next. Mm -hmm. Did you answer BAL's thing? What was it? If you like other trainers. Yeah, 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 I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't name other trainers, but I'm always, you know, you know, I'm always learning. Every dog trainer should be always learning. Next. Kimberly, how to help an anxious six-month massive puppy when home alone during the day as she barks at nothing. That's her, a bark collar. Why'd you block? I did it on accident. I oh. have to figure out how to unblock him now. So sorry, Steve. We'll unblock you. Yep. <laughs> yep. I don't know how it, like, I definitely clicked on the right one. I don't know what happened. Yep. That's too bad. We can unblock him, I'm sure, right? Yeah. I mean, remember when we blocked David Smith? We figured out how to yeah, unblock him. Yeah. You, you're in charge of that. Next. Let's ask Morgan. Yep. Um... Kimberly, how to help an anxious, did you already answer that? Anxious yes, person? yes, bark collar. Kathy, how can I get my dog to sleep past 4 a.m. and how to feed her and take him out that early? So He is four years old. Oh. Give me a quarter cup of food at 2.30 in the afternoon. Oh, he can go through the night. So at the, at the beginning, put a remote collar on the dog overnight and then just correct at 4 a.m. Next. Denise, I'm so grateful for all the advice you've given to me. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. She also said you can't waste time. It's your show. That, that's what I figure, too. If people don't like it, tough shit. Next. That's it. Maybe. That's it. So, 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 Steve Garage, we're going to unblock you. We're sorry. It happens. I don't know how Morgan managed to undo it last time. I have to go into like, our gigantic ban list and right. find him. Maybe you, can go, you probably can type in. Yeah, hopefully. I think you can type in. All right, guys. We're going to head out. Thank you so much for having an awesome show. Love you guys. We will see you all um, next week. For all my Zoom, uh, Patreon people, we'll see you all on Tuesday.